All right, we're live, man. We are live here. I am with Sean Harper, and we could be on this podcast today talking a whole lot of football, which is my favorite sport, but we got other more serious matters to talk about. He's going to inspire us, inspire us like none other today. Is that right, Sean? Oh, yeah. Uh, today, we are going to win, and we're going to understand what it is to win, and we're going to play to win for ourselves and our legacy. All right. Well, we'll see how good of a job he does today on this episode. I am, I am counting on him, and we'll see. We shall see on this okay. episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, we are back on the virtual stage of the Authority Project. You are the project, and we want to slap authority to your name so you can sell what you're great at. And we have a treat for you today, and his name is Sean Hopper. He is a former NFL player. I love the NFL. I love I love football <laughs> all day, every day. Like I said, we can probably talk about that for an hour, but we're not here for that. We're here to, to make sure that you finish off strong in 2020. But before we dive in, please tell us, Sean, first of all, who you are personally and then professionally. Personally, uh, my name is Sean Harper. Uh, personally, I'm a warrior. I'm a child of God. I don't uh, hide that. I think that authenticity is huge. And so what I'll just, you know, go there, you know, speaking with your voice of who you are mentally, spiritually, socially is, 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 is extremely important if you want to win in 2020 and end in 2021. Um, born and raised in the south side of Columbus, Ohio, um, had, had, had a very interesting childhood, but I've learned how to rebrand my adversity um, by looking for opportunities and looking at it from a perspective of gratitude. Professionally, like you mentioned, I played seven years professional football with the Rams, with the Colts, retired. And now I um, not only run my own, uh, have my own firm for almost about 20 years, I teach people how to win. That's me. I love it. Awesome. I am so excited. Um, so tell us right now, before, before we go further in, tell us what project you're currently working on right now. Well, What's you know what? Current- I, yeah, sure. I just finished my uh, first uh, coaching course. And, oh, nice! Uh, yeah, it, it's 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 actually finished. It's so new that um, <laughs> I'm not even going to advertise it today. I'm not even going to talk about it today. <laughs> um, um, if you go to Sean Harper wins, probably sometime next week it'll be up. But I am so excited about that. Uh, I was actually challenged because you know. I cut my teeth on speaking. So I travel and I speak all over the world and people have been challenging me. Like, you know what? There's great that you're able to speak great that you have a platform, but you know what, when you leave, you're gone, you know, where are the books? And so I had to hurry up and get books. Now they're like, where's your courses? And so I have my first course finished and that's what I'm working on right now. 
Okay, great. Okay, so let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. Tell us where do you begin? Tell us your journey. Like, what took you to this place where you're in this space of being on stage? You're, you're doing courses now. You're, you're writing books um, to inspire others. Where did uh, that all um, derive from? Okay, so in order for you to, uh, in order for me to really, you know, explain that, I have to give a little backstory of my personal life and my upbringing, and it yeah. kind of forced a shift in my perspective, my ideology, and my thinking. Um, born and raised on the south side of Columbus, Ohio. And most people think, you know, if you play professional football, you're a business owner, you know, you must have had, you know, great opportunities growing up, you know, silver spoon in the mouth and, you know, uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing, I promise you, nothing could be further than the truth. Uh, okay. My struggle started early uh, as a, a product of a single home environment. You know, mom was mom and dad uh, and and butler and maid, whatever you have it. That's what she was. And she raised all six of us all by herself. It was just, mm. you know, amazing. You know, six kids, one house, one bathroom. You know, and mom did that. She's she's mm. a remarkable woman. Um, educationally, I really suffered. I had to repeat the first grade. Documented mm. with four to five learning disabilities by the time I was in the fifth grade. I was kicked out of two schools for disciplinary issues, mm -hmm. uh, left high school with a 1.62 accumulative GPA, not on my ACT. Uh, I, in fact, I didn't even start in, I, well, I barely started in high school football. I wasn't honorable mention, all conference, all city, all state, all intergalactic, none of that. In fact, okay. I would I would sit at the banquets and I would be all the way in the back, you know, eating that nasty cordon bleu. And, you know, <laughs> these guys are getting, you know, all these awards. And, you know, I was just so upset. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell no one, but I was extremely depressed, angry. Um, in, in fact, I was voted most likely to fail, you know, right? Yeah. Um, from graduating last in my class in academics, I get a phone call from a junior college, a two-year school in Iowa. And they're like, Sean, we want you to come to Mason City, Iowa, junior college to play football. The coach believes you have this thing called potential. You know, like, what is that? <laughs> and uh, I go to the cornfield, the cornfields of Mason City, Iowa. And the first year at that junior college, I sat the bench the entire season, not one play. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember calling my mom like, mom, I quit. You know, I give up. I'm done. You know, and I'm, you know, I'm expecting mom like, baby, you try. Come on home. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> the opposite. Boy, stay. You, you ain't coming home. Like, what are you coming home to? OK, mm -hmm. there's a lot of violence. There's just just things at home. No, don't get stay away. And sometimes that shift is good for kids. And so going into that second year, I. I had a conversation with myself and the conversation was more in the lines of you're right or they're right. You, know, you don't have the education. You don't have the accolades. You know, you're horrible at football. You suck right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, there's no way you can be successful. Okay. Right. But you can win. You can win. And the moment I made that paradigm, that shift in my mind, you can win. I begin mm -hmm. to look at life differently. I begin to look at life as a challenge. I begin to look at opportunities that I've never seen. Like I begin to MacGyver life, right? And I went from, you know, sitting on the bench with the winning mindset that I was able to adapt. And if you want, I can expand on that to, you know, being, you know, junior college, hall of fame, all region, full scholarship to Indiana University, draft day in the NFL, third pick in the fourth round. Wow. To taking that same 
concept of winning and bringing it, bringing it to corporate America. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. So, so with all of that, with all that back backdrop, tell us where, tell us where this title of laying to win, where does that, where, where, what, what does that mean to us? Well, what that means is that in my opinion, this is just my opinion. I believe that success is for suckers. Okay. Success <laughs> is a man-made uh, uh, concept. You weren't okay. created to be successful. You were created to win. Well, the first thing that they did is that they changed the title from winning to success. Now that they've changed the name, they can they've 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 rebranded it. Now they can define what it is. Mm-hmm. And now you're chasing, you are chasing this thing called success when you're meant to be successful. And there's a lot of depressness, or there's not I'm sorry, depression in your pursuit of success, a lot of energy in your pursuit. Well, poverty is in your pursuit because you're spending all your time, energy, and money impressing people. Now, I know I have a lot of naysayers, right? Like, you know, Sean, that's <laughs> crazy. So let me just yeah. uh, uh, talk a little bit about that. Why is it that um, you mentioned f- football? Why is it that, uh, um, by the way, what's your favorite team? Patriots, New England Patriots. <laughs> it's what? The New England Patriots. Okay. So let's say that the New England Patriots, this could be a real life example. Let's say that the New England <laughs> Patriots lost every game for the next five years. Right. Now you remember what the stadium was like and how you could not get a ticket when Brady was in New England, right? right. Exactly. So now imagine the Patriots lost every game for the next five years. Okay. You could probably go down to the stadium, pick up a ticket from a scout under cost and walk into that stadium. Yep. If they win every single game and Cam gets his act together, the team gets on point, <laughs> and they win every single game for the next five years, the governor will be hard-pressed to get a ticket to see mm. the Patriots. Now, think about that. Why is that? Because from a cellular level, our DNA, we are attracted to winning. Okay, yeah. uh, Gambling is a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. Why is gambling a multi-billion dollar? And when I fly to Vegas, man, people are sitting at them slots all day. They don't <laughs> want to be successful. They want to win. Yeah. Uh, gaming. Kids play these video games. You're like, the parents get mad at the kids. What, what, no, it's tapped into, it's tapped into the dopamine release. It's tapped into who they are. They yeah. are attracted to winning like a moth is to light. Think about this for a second. If anyone's hearing me right now, you are one to two uh, two to three million sperm cells that fertilize the egg. Now, they talk about that. Motivational speakers mention that. But really think about they were pursuing. They weren't trying to be successful. They didn't hand out their business cards on the way. They were trying to win. Yeah. Then around the third or fourth grade, they introduce a new concept to you. About the time you realize Santa Claus ain't real, they introduce this 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 uh, concept to you called success. Yeah. The problem with success is that success is not static, which means that you can be in New England, New York, and have about four million dollars. You all right? You yeah. take that four million dollars to downtown Manhattan. Mm, you take that same four million dollars to Dubai. You po. Yeah. <laughs> now, so now since success is not static, you're never satisfied. You're never mm-hmm. content. How many people you know who are just content? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. 
So when you live your life from an actual winning perspective, now when you speak, your actions, everything, the in your 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 entire being is moving, not just a not just the intellect in your will. I love it. That's great. I, I've never heard it like that before. I, I like that. The win. <laughs> I I got it. I got it already. So so what do you feel are the biggest things holding people back when you know, just like, just like in any, any football game, when you're, the, when you know, when, when the momentum, when you have the momentum, when you don't, when it's, is a lot of it is mental. So what do you think is holding people back when they don't, when they don't see it yet? When they don't see, um, their. So let me, let me say it like this. Okay. When, when, when they have dreams and then the days, the months, even maybe the years go by and it's not yet realized. And they feel like maybe these are the cards I'm dealt. Okay. So one, one of, one of the main struggles with success is that they not only tell you where to go, they tell you how to get there. And then when you don't get there, they don't have an answer for it. So on the success model, it's sorry, it's great education. Great network. You know, you know, you went to MIT, blah, blah, blah. And so mm-hmm. you know, we're going to force the whole student loan thing down your throat and you're going to work mm-hmm. real hard. And if you do all these things, then you'll be successful. You know what? Raise your hand out there. If you followed all the rules, if you did everything just right and you look at your life like, you know what? I'm not there. Mm-hmm. So so when you jump on a winning platform, the only thing that they give you a lot of times are the laws are the rules of the game. That's yeah. it. These are the rules. Now you do what you have to do. You do whatever comes to you. You think outside the box, you focus on teamwork. And that's one of the biggest gems in winning is that winning forces collaboration and teamwork. Now think about this for a second. You know, you can really win at life if you have a team. How come teamwork was never taught? The only time they really teach teamwork is in sports, obviously. Mm -hmm. And when you go and you, after you get out of graduate school, I mean, after you get out of your uh, going for your mat, uh, your um, your um, your your um, bachelor's, then you go for your master's. They don't even teach teamwork. Then they teach collaboration, and so they have little groups, and they will, you know, after you pay your eighty-five grand, then you know what, whatever grade the group gets is what you get. Okay, but why? Why are they teaching that? Because they're teaching you how to collaborate, but they're not teaching you how to create a team, win with a team, manage a team. They're not teaching you that. That's for the big boys. That's something that that's that's basically hidden knowledge. So think about this for a second. Think of some of the greatest people in the world in reference to finances. When you think of Bill Gates, they're like, wow, he's in the top five richest men in the world. But guess what? If I ask your audience, who was Bill Gates business partner, his teammate? Half of the people over half would not know who that person was he's dead. Yeah. It was Paul yeah. Allen. No yeah. one talks about Paul Allen. You know, uh, um, um, let's say one of the richest men in the world again. Let's say uh, Warren Buffett. Yeah. Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Well, if you attend the uh, his shareholders meetings once a year, to the left, there's another guy, his partner. 
His name is Charlie. Charlie's been with him for, I don't know, 30, 40, 50. He's right by his side the whole entire time. Nobody talks about Charlie. You mm-hmm. talk about musically wise, you know, I mean, I love music. So yeah. some of your audience could r- remember uh, Paul Simon and Garfunkel. You yeah. know, we it's talk about little, Paul yeah. Simon. No one talks about Garfunkel. Everyone talks about Mick Jagger. No one talks about Keith Richards. Right. It, it's 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 always it's always a team. Your win, your your success, or your win in life is based off of not only your talent but the team that you build and manage and maintain. Think about Prince, James Brown. You know, you know who's who is Fred Wesley? Who's Macy O. Parker? I can go on and on about this. Yeah, I love it. That's great stuff, man. So, I just want to tag on to that, like. We have a lot of solopreneurs on the on uh, who listen to the show. Uh, a lot of coaches who are like just it's just them, just solo. So, yeah. and they're searching. They're, they're, you know, that's one of the goals to get a team to get 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 that. How how do you first first of all tell them the importance of having a team, and the importance of having people around you to make you better. So I, uh, in the fifth grade, I was documented with four to five learning disabilities. Okay, mm-hmm. and they were going to put me in special ed, blah blah blah. This, this, and this, and my mom, bless her heart, she stood up mid meeting and she slammed her hand down. She said, "No, you will not label my son." She was mm-hmm. adamant about that, and she forced me. She forced me, and we struggled all the way through. But what it did was that it it actually also forced me to look outside of myself for answers. So I had someone help me type my paper. I had somebody help me study. I had somebody help me do this. I had somebody help me. It was just crazy. So I learned that the hard way. The importance of team, it is everything. You have to have a team. And you know what? A lot of times it's right. It's right in front of us, but we don't even focus on it. Let me give you an example. Uh, Scooby Doo, right? Like, 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 like. <laughs> it. Listen, it, it, it was a team. Yeah. yeah. Look at the superheroes. You know, that, yeah. that, there it is again. Team development, teamwork. And you know, what's so funny is that you never hear. I mean, I've I have never heard a superhero complain about his weakness. I've never heard of somebody else criticizing that superhero for his or her weakness. Superman doesn't say, oh, my God, like, kryptonite. <laughs> like, I have a disability because mean, do you know he would be stuck if all he focused on was his weakness? Yeah. No. Batman, I need you to go there and put that in a bucket. And once you do, tell me because I'm going to take over everything. Yeah, awesome. you have to have a team. Awesome. And does that team? Because my one of my questions is, how important is it for people to push you? Is that team um, a compliment? But also, are they also there to to help help you, inspire you to go further uh, mentally as well? Right. So now this is not a shameless plug, right? But I just finished mm-hmm. a book. I just okay. finished <laughs> book about about a month ago. It's not even, okay. no one even knows this book is out, right? I got a lot yeah. of stuff in the pipeline. But uh, uh, I talk about the five elements you have to have okay. uh, to really achieve your goals. And one of them is a coach. 
You mm-hmm. have to have, and 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 the reason why you have to have a coach is that you have to have somebody to push you into the 212. And what I mean by that is that water is water at 211 degrees. If you add a little bit of fire to that water, it goes to 212 degrees. Once water goes to 212 degrees, water boils. And baby, boiling water has changed the world. But everyone wants to stay in the 211. Now, the secret to that is that a coach has the ability, he or she, to push you into the 212. The coach is not impressed with you. The coach is like, you know what? That's great. Everyone's clapping, but you can do better. There's more in you. We'll draw it out of you. The coach has has been called to pull the king out of the kid. The coach says, you know what? I'm going to push you past you because your natural, your natural um, um, defense mechanisms will kick in and will and will bring you back. But a coach will see that and take you to the next level. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So let's, let's talk about this because everything that you're saying, it sounds great. It's wonderful. <laughs> sounds great. Um, but how does one start to believe in themselves on a consistent basis? Because sometimes it's hard. You see yourself here. Next day is not so great because, you know, production's down hey. and then you're down here. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to share something with you. Okay. And, you know, I might, you know, I might get in trouble with in, in a motivational speaking them. Okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I talk to a lot of, mo- you know, I talk to a lot of motivational speakers, a lot of okay. success coaches. Yes. You know, n- none of us, none of us is like that. We are human. We're human. We have our insecurities. We have our fears. And, you know, I'm upset at the industry because we don't share that, you know, thus now we create this, 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 um, uh, uh, kind of a Superman effect, right? Yeah, it's not not right, man. It's like, you know, I know some speakers who are right now as we speak, because I talk to a lot of them. I talk to some big names. Right now, they are in full-fledged depression. Mm. So so it's not that we don't experience that. The the real challenge is what do you do when you experience that? And one of the things that I do is that I start to take the focus off myself. And I'm like, you know, I'm... I'm I'm not where I need to be and this this is not happening and I haven't taken over the known world yet, you know. And I'm <laughs> upset. They're like, well, so so now I turn that inflow because I'm I'm sobbing in my sorrows into an outflow. So I start to sow in the people's lives. I start to give. Or one of the things I do, which is amazing, is that I go on to Facebook and you know, I pull up like 20 people. You know, people I, I barely know. And I'd be like, you know what? All's going to be well with you. People that I do know, you know what? You're awesome. You know what? You're great. I start pouring out. I start okay. forcing. I start, I, I actually turn the engine or the energy outward. Now, mm-hmm. now it does two things. Number one, it takes the focus off yourself. Number two, it activates a law. Okay. And I'm big. I'm big on spiritual law. The more you put out, the more that comes in. It doesn't come to you. It doesn't stick with you if it can't get through you. And so I have to t- 
turn the inflow and turn the engine around, the air around, and make it an outflow. And uh, sometimes it comes naturally. Sometimes you gotta you gotta kickstart that thing. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a, a a question that I might be asking more more often because I think people are interested um, in this. What is your daily routine? Wow. So I have a very interesting routine. Okay. Um, I get up sometimes three or four o'clock in the morning. Okay. And I'm up and I try to go into prayer and I try to pray. And I used to word try because sometimes I'm not all that successful or I don't win at it sometimes, you know, but I pray, you know, and I uh, started out that way because I speak and I declare into the atmosphere. You know, everything that is already is. Okay. And well, I'm sorry, everything that is already is in the spirit. So I speak in the spirit. I speak my destiny. I speak my purpose. I speak over my life. You know, sometimes I have to repent. Sometimes I have to apologize, you know, but I, you know, first I get rekindled. I get centered spiritually. Mm-hmm. Then I now from the inside spiritually, then <clears throat> mentally, physically. And so I try to get to the gym around uh, from there around four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. I'm at Lifetime Fitness. I'm working out. Um, okay. I'm walking. And then I start plotting because I'm an owner. I'm a boss. And so yeah. if I don't have <laughs> my stuff together, then, you know, everybody's like, this stuff together. So I'm like, you know what? This needs to be done. 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 And then, and then I also at that time connect with my virtual assistants as well. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so there you go. Everybody has the, that routine. I might have to be doing that more often. I, I I watched one of your videos. You talked about the thing about being a victim. Right. Can you can you go in, into that a little bit about yeah. the the um, the aspects of not of being a victim and why you should not be that? Yeah, that being 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 a victim is so dangerous. Because number one, because like we mentioned earlier, being a victim is an inflow. Okay, man, that's a book. It's like, you know what? (laughs) No, it's like, poor me. This is me. This is where I'm at. This is how I feel, blah, blah, blah. You have just valid. Listen, listen, listen. You have just validated your position where you're at. This is this is how I feel. This is where I'm at. This is what you've done to me. You have validated your position on where you're at. There's no motion there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So victims always focus on what they're going through, not what they're going to. So a victor now looks at his position, but he looks outward. Okay. And whatever you focus on, you'll manifest. Change your focus, change your life. And so now I'm like, a victor says, this is where I'm at, but this is where I'm going in the same sentence. This is where I'm at, comma, or conjunction, but this is where I'm going. Yeah. And so that's now their focus. So that's where they're going. When you play football, you know, um, and it's time to play your arch rival, you go in there and the coach is like, hey, this is our objective. Win the game. This is where we're going. <laughs> and you know yeah. what? Everyone is locked into that. Everyone is pushed into that. Everyone is flowing into that win. It's very important. When you begin to look at your scratches and bruises, man, you lose focus. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure who I heard it from um, way back when, but it kind of stuck with me. The same thing you're saying, like when you're watching a story, a movie or a film, nobody likes the victim. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, you, you might play it. You might play it though, but no one wants, no one wants to see you be, stay in the victim state. Right. 
you, you can be there, but they want you to succeed. They want you yes. to overcome and be the, the victor eventually. So, yes. so uh, I think that's a, a, a great point that, you, that, you're, that you're saying, because that also projects to the people you're trying to serve. So if yes. you're still, you're, if you're still in this state and you're still saying, well, it's me that gets, that rubs off on the people that you're trying to serve too. Like, okay, well, if you can't do it, then maybe I can't do it yeah. either. Yeah. <laughs> There's no spiritual momentum. There's no momentum. And you have to have that momentum. That is a big word. That is a big word going into 2021. Right now is is how do you build your momentum? Mm -hmm. It's because between 2000 and 2021, it's just a day. It's just a day on on a, you know, daggone calendar. And if you're not prepared now, if you're not preparing now and building the momentum now, then going into January is just going to be a day. January 1st is a day. Okay, eat some black eyed peas. Happy New Year. It's a new year. And no, now you need to build your momentum now. Build your momentum now yeah. for 2021. I love it. I love it. And that's great. The people are, are seeing here, seeing you here. They, they love what you're saying. But you know what? What, what is pe- people are saying? You know what? Yeah, Sean. But you've been in the NFL. Of course, you're already positioned to do great things in this space. You, you, you've already gone through the disciplinary stuff. You've already had coaches. So you're already, you're already there you are already. You know? You've had that exposure. So, of course, you're going to succeed like, like people that, you know, what if people, you know, never did sports or whatever, had those kind of, kind of um, you know, opportunities and so forth. You know, come on, Sean, you know? Right. So, so. <laughs> Well, first of all, okay, <laughs> listen, if life is a game you play to win, either you mm. play in the game or you're being played by the game. Mm. Okay. But the game is still going on. Second of all, what gives credibility to what I'm saying is that you saw where I you saw where yeah. I came from. Yeah. Okay. There was nothing there. You know, you know, 0.02% of any athlete makes it to the NFL for one year. One year. Okay, and I came from not even, you know, being in, you know, no all nothing to playing in the NFL. That's number one. Number two, I was able to not only do it in the professional ranks, which I had the physical size. I'm trying to lose weight right now. Just pray for me, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. Okay. Uh, I'm like, man, it's, it's, okay. But um, not only, you know, it, not only excelling in uh, as far as the NFL. You know, I've been a business owner since 1998. Okay. So it's like 22, you know, I don't know, 98, 2008. That's over 20 years of grinding, which the average business lasts for, uh, well, you know, 90% of all businesses or 85% of all businesses fail within the first five years. So I've already beat those odds. And the profit margin that was generated or the revenue that was generated, uh, I've already beat those odds. I've been married for 21 years. I've already beat those odds. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 so there's something I'm doing right. And he listened to me. It's <laughs> not based off of ability alone. Okay. Because athleticism, great. That's for the football. But what about in business? Well, you saw where I came from. So how am I making it in business? Okay, well then okay, well then what about what about relationships? We pay, hey, you know what? That's a totally different field. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then what is it that you're doing different? Yeah. 
Yeah. So I want to get into this because I know we, I wanted to get into, and I'm just going to put this in a whole big umbrella. We're in this pandemic, right? Um, we're in the world of trying to get past this, this virus thing. We have social unrest right now. We have many conversations about diversity uh, in organizations and, and, and just equality in general. Then you have your, because of the pandemic, the stages are empty. The, um, the, 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 the money flow that you thought you were going to have this year is not there because you can't get on stages. You can't do your, your, your summits and, your, and, your, and everything else. So everything is out of whack. <laughs> um, how, how do we get past this? So that, cause like, and I've heard this from, from clients and it's like, they're, they're like, I'm sorry, Brian. You know, I know I'm supposed to, I was supposed to have a session last week. I'm just like, it's just, and this, this, this year is just going, it's just crazy right now for me. So how do, how do you, how do you work that in when people, which is, it's everything is still in your face, you know, the, the politics and the social media is, it's just, how do you stay focused through all this? I know that well, was a lot. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's, 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 this is something that I can lean on as far as the NFL is concerned. Mm. Okay. Imagine you're in the stadium and, 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 and Indianapolis Colts is playing the new England Patriots. Yeah. And I'm playing <laughs> and it's like cold outside. It's very cold. It's like, you know, really super, super, super cold outside. And I'm, you know, playing and the opposite team is yelling at you. And they're talking about your mama and everything possible that, uh, you know, and they're and, and, and you're trained in all of that to listen for the count and listen for the play. Because the quarterback can change the play and the snap count. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying that that in this environment, you have to shut off everything. You got to step back from the politics. You have to step back from the social media. You got to step back and you got to watch and you got to listen. You got to withdraw yourself unto yourself. And you have to look and to listen and to learn because right now there are opportunities in this pandemic that can make somebody a billionaire. You want me to give you an example? Like we're not using Zoom as a platform, but go ahead. I challenge you. I challenge anyone listening to me right now, pull up a six-month chart on Zoom, pull up a six-month chart on, uh, let's say, uh, not only Zoom, another uh, square, pull up a six. I mean, these stocks are going, yes, there are people, you know, wealth is, most wealth is created in paradigm shifts. In 1990-91, the computer was introduced for the first time for public use. In that moment, companies blew up. They didn't know they were going to blow up. And in that moment, companies failed. Like the post office is about to fail because of that paradigm that happened in 1990. 9-11 was a paradigm. This virus is a paradigm. Commercial real estate is in trouble. At the same time, there's other opportunities that are blowing up. You have to look, pull yourself back and look for the opportunities. Retool, 
reposition yourself. I love it. Learn how to pivot. I think yeah. that's what that's, that's what a lot of people but, some, some right. people are getting it, some people aren't getting it. But 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 in order in order to pivot, you have to get in position. Yeah. So when you're dribbling the ball and it's time to pivot, you just don't stand up and go, oh no, you get in position. Now you can shift. But if you're still up here thinking we're gonna go back to normal, it's gonna be the way that it was, it will never be the same way again. It's over. Yeah. Game yeah. over. I, yeah, I lost 80, 90% of all my engagements within two days, they were gone. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I now had to, you know, up the technology. I got a cam here i got a brand new microphone here i'm meeting you for the first time i'm i had to make the switch right 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 so what what do you say to the people who 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 don't want to switch can't make that switch and they feel like it's just gonna it's gonna get back to where they were because because a lot of times crisis comes and then we get back to where we were why is this so different now you think Well, because it has attacked the fiber of our being. It has attacked the psychological mindset of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What made or made America so strong and powerful is that we always saw ourselves as winners. Yeah. We, I mean, we don't want to admit it, but we're kind of arrogant. You think that, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. especially when you go overseas, like, wow, like I'm an American. You know, you, you know, you know, that daggone blue passport is powerful. But this right yeah. here is kind of humbleness. It's kind of broke us a little bit. Okay? It's kind of broken everybody. This is, I mean, I have people from all, from all around the world who are guests here. It's kind yeah. of broken, uh, like globally broken yeah. um, as a whole. Another thing that it's done is that zeal and that drive to win in us as Americans has been broken. It's, it is, it is being, uh, it is being chipped away at, like I mentioned, I own a security firm that you would think that people would be, you know, lining up for jobs. And, you know, I've talked to other people in the, in the industry uh, and other industries, we can't find workers. Mm. And it's like, I would much rather get a check, unemployment check, than to work. What is that doing to your psyche? Yeah. I've seen what it's done to millions of African Americans. And I don't want to get like super political, but yeah. to break that in them, that desire to go out and achieve, I've seen that stripped out of us uh, because yeah. of the handouts. And I'm not a conservative, I'm not a liberal, I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a Republican, because I don't play those games. I'm just a realist and I'm looking at it happen on a massive scale now. Awesome. Amazing. So I have I, I, it's incredible stuff, man. <laughs> Amazing stuff right now. Uh, I had really just one last question for you before okay. we get out of here. Um, and it goes something like this. I ask, all, I ask this question out of all of my guests. Okay. It goes something like this. They like what you're saying. They, they, they actually love what you're saying. Um, they want to do some of the similar similar things, similar interests. They have the similar similar interests. They want to go down some of the same paths that you've gone through, um, and they want to make they want to get on stages like you. They want to you know create a place where they inspire others. Can you give them a few tips, words of wisdom, or just some steps 
and showing them how to be an authority in this space that you're in now? Well, uh, first thing is, is that you, you have to find your win. Like mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. I speak. You don't want me to write. I promise you, you don't want me to <laughs> spell my name. Okay. It's so yeah. bad. Okay. So writing is not my win. So mm-hmm. I have, you know, I, I have people who like write, help me, you know, yeah. but so mine is I'm a natural motivator. My amazing wife, she is so amazing, but she's not a motivator. She's a teacher. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so she could talk for three hours and PowerPoint and lectures. And there are people who just love that. Like, oh my God, you talk so well. You know, she mm-hmm. is a teacher. Her mom is a professor. Her dad is a professor. She's a teacher. That's mm-hmm. who she is naturally. So everyone has a natural bent to help in the sow in other people's life. Now, if you want to make this a craft, if you want to say, okay, this is going to be my craft and this is how I'm going to live and I've dedicated my life to this. Well, then that's a different story. It's a different question and it's a different challenge because in order for you to make this your craft and to get noticed and to be authority in this, you have to cause or create a disruption. Mm. You have to, what is when you remember the movie, the matrix, what is the lady in the red dress? What is the disruption that's going to make you stop yeah. and go, wow, why should I listen to you? Like, right. man, like winning. That's, that is that is a disruption. Okay. And so when once you have that and you introduce that, now people are like, why should I listen to you? Oh, I see why now, because this is something new. This is something powerful. A guy named Trevor... Ots taught me that him and a guy named Shay Brown. Yeah. So uh, create a disruption in the marketplace and you will cause an inflow into your world. I love it. That's amazing stuff, man. Amazing stuff. Um, I had no, I had no final words. I, 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 I think my only question now is just um, how do you think the codes are going to be? Do, how do you think the codes are going to do this year? <laughs> you know, that's a loaded question. <laughs> I think they're going to do great. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't, yeah. you know, the NFL is, I mean, it's like, okay, it's, I mean, it's like, man, you know, from one week to the next, yeah. you lose, you lose a Prescott for the Cowboys and, you know, yeah. you lose one person, you know, it's <laughs> like, you, you know, it's, it's really, it's really tough because yeah. I can't, I don't know who's going to be healthy from week to week. It's a, it's a hybrid season. You're going to see more injuries. You know, the process has been interrupted, disrupted. So honestly, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Should I throw it on me? Yeah. You know where I'm going, buddy. You know where I'm going. Sorry. I know you're the host and all. Uh, what's going on with the Patriots? How do you think the Patriots going to do this year? I didn't have many expectations this year. Okay. I think we're lucky to even have Cam, to be honest. Yeah. Can you imagine if we didn't even get that pickup? So So we have no weapons, and that's going to be, you know, that's going to catch up to us. And I think it's it's catching up to us now. So that's the Patriots. I I see see bad intentions in the next two weeks. And I don't know. Yeah, but you know what, though? Uh, 
Cam has enough years that you can, if he stops running all the time, mm-hmm. he has enough years that you can build on Cam. And the Patriots, you know, wow. Belichick is a genius, number one. Yeah. Number two, they draft very well. I don't know what I don't know how they find them, but they can find a diamond in the rough. You know, they they draft well. So if Cam can stick around for a couple more years, you're looking at a championship team. Definitely, we shall see. We shall see. I, I I don't know about them drafting very well. I, I think I think they should have got a receiver last year. Last year, I, I'm a, I'm a big draft nut. So it, <laughs> well, because maybe. They're like on a two or three year plan. You gotta yeah, understand, yeah, you know. Yeah, what I mean, it's like, yeah. I mean, you know what? You know, let's let's create a foundation. How many years you think Cam has left? Maybe about four years. All right. So guess yeah. what? We're yeah. gonna not only get to a championship <laughs> in four years, we're gonna draft our type of quarterback within those four years. Right. right. We're just gonna keep the fans happy for a while. <laughs> now I. This this is great stuff. This is football talk, but if you're really listening between the lines, this is actually really business talk as well. This is life talk. Yes. Yes. It's, it, it takes a while. It takes yeah. a while to put everything together, the pieces together. All yeah. right. And you need the right yeah. pieces, the right tools. Yeah. And he started off with saying, you know what? I don't know. But you know what? We still gotta play the game. That's right. <laughs> you know? We still don't know, play. we don't know where, where it's gonna end still up. We still gotta play the game. What's going on right game. now? TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Let's go. go. Yep. <laughs> So, so if I could 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 uh, yeah. emphasize yeah. Um, just my website, seanharper.org, free copy of my book, The Winning Edge, seanharper.co, and my selfish, selfish plug is yeah. my Instagram, Sean Harper Speaker. Like, go to Instagram and like my stuff because my ego, I want followers, <laughs> and they, I don't have no followers yet. <laughs> If, you know, if everybody was honest, they yeah. want followers. Yes, I they want, want followers. followers. I want people saying that. You know, you know and, and the reason why, and the reason why, if 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 we're honest, the reason why, because we all check each other out. Yeah, we all check each other out. And if you see something like eh, this guy, yeah, yeah, you know, he's 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 good, but he's probably you know he's not there yet. You see that from the you kind of it's 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 not great all the time to say that, but you see it. Yeah, and everyone does it. Yeah, so there it is. There you it know. Is. And I'm a I'm a real this, I'm real talk here. Okay, yeah. a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people don't don't you know don't worry about your followers. No, 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 no. no. It's it's it's. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Look, man, you know, don't I don't do. obsess about your followers. No, no, yeah. I do that. Someone <laughs> like you, David Johnson followed you like one follower. Okay, yeah, David, that's cool, man. All right, thanks for you know. Thank you, you know. In this, right. yeah, Isaiah. Foster Grant, 50,000 right. followers. Yeah. I'm like, hey, yeah. Isaiah, what do you yeah. do? You know, right. you got 50,000. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It happens. It happens. Yeah. It's life. That's it. It's real talk, guys. Real it's real talk. talk. Real talk. So go check him out, Sean, seanhopper.co. Uh, if you're listening later, it's Sean, S H A W N, hopper.co, so that you know that for sure. Yes. Um, get over there. Um, get his book, grab his stuff, and um, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm. This is great, man. I'm so excited you're you're on here. Uh, like I said, we can probably talk football for for another hour, so okay. <laughs> but we're not gonna do that. You got a little bit, there, a little tasty, everybody. So um, please, please, um, before you get out of here, go to the authorityletter.com, get on that list, 
or text us that text we are live at four four two 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 and get on that list. We are we are grinding away each week and helping you build your own authority platform. It's so important. Um, I'm gonna get you some followers. <laughs> Could just get you positioned to do great things, right? So um, that's all I have. Do you have any final words for us today to get us going? Yeah, it, it's listen, 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 listen. <laughs> this is a whole different talk, but it's persistence through resistance. Mm. You know, in life, you will get knocked down. You will, you will get knocked down. The average millionaire has filed for bankruptcy over three times. But mm. when you get knocked down, if you can look up, you can get up. Because, and I hate to use a football analogy, but you don't have to win all four quarters to win the game. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I love it. Patriots love winning games in the fourth. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we love winning ugly too. I yeah, like no, but it's a win by three points in every Super Bowl. Anyway, <laughs> uh, everybody, great stuff, man. Hey, this might this is my last talk. Just you know, keep building, yeah. keep sharing, and they will come. They will all right, come. that's all I gotta say. You're the project. Keep building that project. You know, and, and you you'll get to that authority eventually. I promise you that. All right, take care. That's it for this episode. Just do that thing. Do that thing. Be blessed, and we'll see you on the next one. I'm out. Awesome. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.